Welcome to the Busy Romnivores. I'm Haley. And I'm Ariana. And today we're getting wrecked with Becky. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay, I'm sure a few of y'all are wondering who is Becky? How do we know Becky? Well, who are you, Becky? How do we who know am you, I? Becky? So we <laughs> all found each other, I believe, through the podcast, The Heaving Bosoms. Yes. And yes. I feel like we enjoyed each other so much that I flew to Louisiana to hang out. And we have met IRL. We are real life friends at this point. So we podcasts are. can bring people together. Oh my God, that just made me so emotional to be like, we're real life friends. I know, I'm it's fine. crazy. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, um, you've you've actually sent my children a box of snacks. Canadian which... snacks are honestly, let's be clear, they're not great, but we're trying our best up here. My I fully believe in you. Them. I always they... try to sell people on the ketchup chips, and they never like them, and that's fine, whatever. But I like them. We're just trying our best. We, uh, my youngest liked the ketchup chips he did um but oh those all dressed though man and that's my least favorite they're horrible they're so good i'm sorry i'm so sorry i feel like i betrayed you as a friend becky you have a little bit but that's okay we can unpack it later (laughs) (laughs) okay um so since this is a romance novel podcast um and that's kind of like how we all bonded initially, right? Heaving Bosoms was a romance novel podcast. That's how we kind of came together. We all have very um, out loud expressed our love of the romance genre, like H-E-A or, you know, G-F-O. Or bust. <laughs> yes. Um, so what is your relationship to romance novels, Becky? So at this point in my life, I exclusively read from the romance genre. I think I'm at the age where I figured out what I like, and what I like is a happy ending. I like a little bit of an escape in my book, and I like to have the comfort of knowing that everything's going to be okay when I'm reading a book. Um, I think my gateway into romance was reading fantasy when I was younger, and it just kind of evolved from there to the point where... I know what I like and what I like is romance. So that's all that I read. What would you think, what would you say your like gateway fantasy book was? When I was younger, my sister's 12 years older than me and she was reading the Belgarian series by David Eddings. And it's a really, actually your kids might really like it because it is a young boy who comes into his wizarding power and the kind of group that helps him defeat the evil And the series is five books, and then it expands later in five books. And I remember, even when I was reading it as a younger child, being like, I just wish there was more smooching here. I was very intrigued by the romantic connections in the book that formed. And I wanted more of that, even though I love the fantasy aspect of it. So that was my gateway. Ugh, always want more smooching. I felt the same way. Like, I would read a book. I remember one of my favorites was... Uh, Sabriel by Garth Nix. I've never um, heard of that before. Oh my god. Okay. Um, he's an Australian author. Um, and it is the um, the Abhorson trilogy is the first one. I loved it because I was a creepy kid, um, even at a young age. And 
it's the world is like there's the or everyday which is sort of like i guess 19th century victorian sort of england style and then there's a wall and then there's like the old kingdom where there's like magic and sabriel her dad is the abhorsen and what the abhorsen's like official like government role is is like he's like the government necromancer like he's the one who has to put down like when the dead rise up he has to like put them back to death like put them back to sleep make them go to be dead again um and her dad goes missing and so she has to like cross the wall and like go find him and so she's like travels into death and there's a prince and all this stuff okay and you there need was to a... send me a link for this book because i'm already <gasps> intrigued it's so good there's bells like she like she has to like ring the bells to like make the dead like walk and talk i love that when just... you're trying to convince us into this book you're like there's bells there's bells, <laughs> a big man. seller for me there's there's bells <laughs> and they toll she... She had, like, a bandolier. Like, she knows how to wield a sword. So she'd be, like, I love all, like, the imagery because she's like, has a sword in one hand. She's, like, a bell in the other. And she's just, like, and I'm just, like, oh, it's just so cool. Um, but I, like, I loved it. And there was, like, like, a tiny bit of smooching, like, maybe. And, like, the, eventually, like, in later books, like, she, like, they get married. But there's no, like, on-screen stuff. They're, like, super, yeah. super, like young kid YA and I yeah. agree I just especially now I'm like oh I want that but I just um want smooching yeah I agree like I do just want a little bit of smooching in there exactly it's normal. um but yeah so who do do now I've lost my train of thought I guess got really excited about Sabriel you got um, excited by the bells <laughs> I got so excited about those bells like Kibby they have cool names I want. I wanted a bandolier. So I wanted a bell bandolier for like. Oh man, I just like a bandolier. I don't know why. I got one What's of those. What's a bandolier? New... Is it like okay, a sash? Thank you, Becky. <laughs> okay, so a bandolier is like a leather thing that like goes like across like this. It holds like knives, or you have them usually with guns. You see, like you know the like the okay because like, I was picturing like a a Girl Scout sash with like flare I mean, on it. Yeah, oh. kind of. But, but the like, flare is like, weapons. But the flare is weapons. Got yeah. it. A murderous Girl thinking, Scout. Yes. I was thinking of the front fanny packs that are like really in with Gen Z right now. You know, about, like the big square ones. <laughs> okay, oh, but I, I, I know you have one, Haley. You must. I did just, you must. I, I did. I totally. It's a leather one. It's real cool. I feel very. Um, Do you feel like, like it's I, a bandolier? It, it does. I do feel like I wear it like that. I feel like yeah. it's a bandolier. I kind of want a sword. Like you probably yeah. look super cool in it. Like I would look I, like a goof, but I would be like, "Yeah, I love this." And then he would be like, oh, "Like hair blowing in the wind, like leather yes. front fanny pack." Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, my hair is normally like this, and then I'm I'm still like, blowing in the wind. Yeah, I'm fumbling in it as I'm like trying not to spill my tea as I'm like searching in there it's very small I don't know how I lose shit in this thing but like I still managed to like lose like everything in it there's receipts <laughs> my headache my headache pill box which I take with me everywhere me too <laughs> shout out to headaches Ugh. and excedrin migraine no we are not sponsored but the way I take them we should be <laughs> I want to see you yes. get excedrin 
who want to see you get sponsored by Excedrin Migraine. Because migraines and smut really go hand in hand. You can't read if you have a migraine. You have That's to true. stop it early. That's true. It's, oh, it's the worst. Um, all right. So we are a romance like novel challenge podcast so that's kind of our okay. thing like we like to read challenges and we talked about how sometimes when we get in ruts they help us like get out of ruts yes. are there what's so what's your relationship to reading challenges i hate a reading challenge <laughs> i knew you would say that i knew you were gonna say that. because i am such a mood reader anytime I'm... i feel forced into the constraint of a box I immediately rebel and don't want to read whatever it is I'm supposed to be reading. So I generally never do reading challenges unless I can really broadly interpret what's going on within that. But if it's like one that's like, you need to read a historical, you need to read a contemporary, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I probably am the least uh, challenging one of our group I like the concept and I will do them to like or start them to like get me out of a rut but I am not a diehard like finisher like I know Mariana loves a bingo well doesn't Sabrina as well I understand Sabrina will devour a challenge yes Mariana are you the same yes I am I got like oh my god the rip bodice bingo I started it like three years ago and I don't think I've completed it yet (laughs) but I do get bingo in multiple areas but I'm also highly competitive with myself so it's kind of like I'm just a really competitive person to the point where I get kind of mean about it so I try not to put myself in a space where I'm going to be competitive with other people I would encourage you myself yeah I would encourage you to lean into that because I enjoy a competitive feral woman and I feel like you becoming enraged about categories in a reading challenge makes me happy so I say lean in I do have to tell you this really quick. The way I got engaged was a competition. No. My husband, yes. We were at um, the cart ranch, which is like a little like activity center where there's go-karts and stuff. And so he bet me that like he would beat me best out of five races and everything. And then he was like, and then we'll do that thing you've been talking about. And I was like, oh, thinking of the sex stuff. (laughs) It was getting married. Um, (laughs) And, like, my whole family was there. It was, like, for my niece and nephew's, like, birthday that was coming up. And so, like, he, of course, like, I, of course, won. Which he says he let me win. But I, I know what I know. Exactly. And I won fair and square. I love it so much. Yeah. And so he, after I won, he proposed. And I was like, are we not going to do the sexy stuff, though? Like, (laughs) do I still get the hot stuff? And he was like, it's can you just say yes? Just wait. <laughs> just wait. He's like, can we leave the family center? Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. But that. yeah, but I am I am feral for reading challenges. Okay. Um, I do not finish them to the degree fa- Serena finishes them. Um, Kristen's also a big reading challenge girly. She has a spreadsheet. That oh, is... I I don't know a spreadsheet. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. I don't know Excel. I'm I don't. So get it. Kristen is the level of organized I 
aspire and like try to like pretend to be but I am really like a chaos monster like my brain that's good though because everyone needs a Kristen then yes every group needs one person who's like no and then they tell you exactly how everything's gonna go according to their spreadsheet she is our type a queen and we love it because especially on a podcast you need someone to be like that yes (laughs) you can't all be just like wild animals no yeah we're all just like she is like i i yeah i'm definitely i I feel like i'm organized chaos um (laughs) you are for sure but it does get like if you could you can't see my desk right now but if you could I have like half-eaten toast. I have my water. I have my comfort oolong, the microphone. I have like two white boards with like random crap in front of it. And then I also have my planner, which I opened to a thing with like paper um, that I just wrote the Belgriad series by David Eddings on. And it's probably the only note I will take this entire uh, series, but you know. That's me. Um, <laughs> all right. So what is, oh, Miranda, you have a question or? Oh, well, I was going to, I was going to lean to the next one is one of my reading challenges for this year is to read more or two of them actually is to read more diversely. Mm. So I'm currently doing a decolonize your shelf reading challenge and 20 books by 20, uh, no, 20 books by black authors. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know who your favorite diverse author is in any way. I just finished a really good, like, disability rep series I'm really enjoying. Yeah. But I want to know if you've read any that are, like, screaming to you that you're like, everyone yes. needs to read these books. A hundred percent. So not even in, like, a diverse category. One of my favorite all-time authors um, is a man called R.M. Virtues. And <gasps> Oh, he does oh. the sleep. Oh, I yeah, just the, downloaded the, the one sleep of his demon. books. Yes, but yes. the series that I am in love with um, is he does a Gods of the Underworld series, and it's like I don't. I think the first one is Hades and Persephone, and like is Aphrodite. It drag me up. Yes, yes, drag me up. Okay, I just downloaded that, and I haven't gotten to it yet. It's so amazing, and his books all have um, trans rep disability rep in a lot of them most of the characters are black or people of color and the series is gritty and sexy and intense and I just love it it's one of my all-time favorite series okay I'm so glad you said that because I keep seeing the second book recommended yes the second one's amazing too but the first one is so good Okay, okay, good. Because I was like, should I just skip the first one? No, no, no. Drag Me Up is so good. And it gives you context for the rest of the series. Okay, and now I'm excited. (laughs) It's so good. You have to read it. Everything, honestly, I've read everything he's ever written. Everything he's written is impeccable. So good. I love when you find that author that you're just like, you are the love of my life now. Yeah, And I will do anything for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, one hundred percent. I I've heard like I haven't read Drag Me Up yet. I think it is somewhere buried on my Kindle because mm-hmm. I am a just absolute whore for uh, Hades and uh, Persephone. Absolutely same. 
Yep. And as soon as somebody mentions them, I immediately go like one click. And then um, sometimes I'm like, I'll be stumbling through like, what what do I want to read? And I'll be like, when did I get this? Yeah. All right. So I think it's somewhere because that sounds Bump it up in your list because it's so good. Ooh, okay. Um, All right. I guess. Oh, what is your favorite book you've read this year so far? Do you have one? This year? Yeah, okay. just this year. Even you know though it's what? like July. There's tons that I have absolutely loved, but there's one that's kind of tickled my brain a little bit that I'm thinking about, and it was released this year, and it's called The Unbeating Heart, and the author is Siren Faringray or Kieran Faringray. I don't want to mispronounce their name, um, but yeah. C-Y-R-A-N, and then Farron Gray. It is everything that I normally would not go for in a book, but I was intrigued by the cover. It's like this nailed hand, like squeezing this beating heart. And it's gory. There is light cannibalism in it. It is dark, but it is also weirdly very, like, emotionally cinnamon roll like loving it it's not dark in an emotional way I think it's dark in a kind of um horror and gore kind of way but the relationships it's a poly um relationship um there's there's non-binary rep in it um it's absolutely such a lush book that that is the one that's sticking out for me for best book read this year it's just something that was completely outside of what I normally read but I devoured it and I read everything by that author now. They're amazing. Well, guess what I'm doing? I think I'm just Yeah, I'm gonna... like I think you'll love just... it. It's very much like fantasy world. Um they want to take over the world and it's very kinky. It's very good. And I'll just uh, one click read yeah. for free. And it's and- <laughs> yeah, it's on Kindle Unlimited, but it's also a very quick read. Like you just, I read it in a day. I could not put it down. It just, it's an easy, good read. And yeah, like the gore will make you question yourself because all of a sudden you're thinking, is is cannibalism a little bit sexy? Maybe. <laughs> I see. I- okay felt this with only James like Mad Men series or like her psychopath brother series. Oh, I've heard of it that. It is yes, it is seriously seven psychopathic brothers who are like murderers on the side falling in love or as close to love as they can get. Yeah. And I I'm not a gory person. I have like Neither. cut back my true crime intake. Like I I find my life is better really without a lot of gore. Same. But those books are somehow squishy marshmallow little babies and I love it okay that is 100% the vibe of the unbeating heart so I might read your suggestion now as well love it yes yeah I I like I I like the blood and the gore like this is always a bone of contention with my husband and I especially when it comes to picking shows because Mm. he is a like 30 minute sitcom kind of guy okay and I like give me Vikings, give me evisceration. Right. I want to see the Blood Eagle. 
Like, I don't care. Like, just people getting mauled, people getting eaten <laughs> by dragons. I am here for it. I am a little bloodthirsty. Um, whereas my husband is like, mm, I'm going to pass. Okay. I'm gonna. You definitely need to read that book then because I think you'll go feral for it. I'm real excited. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think, is, should we, is it time to get wrecked? Okay. We're gonna, it is absolutely time to get wrecked. All right, so let's. I had to cough. <laughs> <laughs> let's get wrecked. Wrecked. All right, so we sent you over like a couple prompts, I guess, yes. to see if you could like satisfy those, pick some books that would like satisfy or fill those prompts. So, what do you? What did you bring us? It's like it's like Christmas. What'd you bring? You it sent really me a is. list to pick one, and when I saw this category, I knew it was for me. And the category is non-wolf shifters. I love a shifter, particularly a bear shifter, but there's something about a shifter book when it's done well that is just perfect for me. That's one of my favorite like genres within um, romance. So I snapped at that category. Had to have it. I am yes. so like, and I'm so excited because I feel like I also really, really love a shifter. Um, I love a found family. Like I think one of my first stumble into like romance with from like the fantasy genre was Kelly Armstrong's Bitten. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, she's also it's... Canadian, so I was excited by oh, that. Oh, it's so good. Um, but it was werewolves and it was yep. kind of I think I think my first I think my first werewolf book was Blood and Chocolate and I forget the author's that name. That sounds familiar. It was, it was very YA. I'm yes. gonna do yeah. a quick Google. Um but like I remember everything about this book except the author's uh, name, which is Annette Curtis Klaus. Okay. And while I liked this category too because sometimes for me Having the non-wolf of it takes away a lot of what I don't like in a shifter um, romance, which is sometimes I find with wolf shifters, it's like she was an omega and she was cast out and everyone was abusing her, but then he drew her back to the pack. And that's not, for me, what I find compelling in a romance. So I very much enjoy the non-wolf shifters because I find you get less of that um, alpha, omega cast her out of the pack and all that kind of dynamic which is made up which i okay so um hi i was obsessed with wolves as a child <laughs> um like to the point where i would watch like the documentary on re like um uh, like uh i, I want to say like repatriation but it's not the right word into like wyoming when they would like release them okay and, yeah, like, yeah oh all this stuff. reintroduction yes there we go reintroduction yeah. um I have like wolf. I had wolf posters. I was the nerd that had like wolf posters over my bed. And I love stuff. it. Um, so, like, that's not a real thing. Like alpha make like hi PSA people. Um, for all the alpha men that are absolutely listening to our podcast right now, <laughs> um, alpha men is not a thing. Neither is sigma, but that's yeah. a whole other thing. Facts. Um, but it's like they're just families. Yes. Like, like yeah. it's it's just a mom and a dad, and the pack tend to be their like kids. So I love like there, there was somebody like, and like a biologist who also said this, and I remember her tweet 
where she was like, because if you're not carrying snacks, like if you don't have snacks and like band-aids and are ready for like everything, you're not an alpha. Yeah. Like you're not like that is li- you're just dad. Like, yeah, that's what an alpha. That's what an alpha male is. You're. You're just a dad. Well, it's a rebranded misogynist. I mean, really what it is is they want to be a misogynist out loud. So it's been rebranded as an alpha. I mean, good luck to you, sir, out there. Yes. But (laughs) I I changed um, the name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, I, but I do, I also love a shifter because of that reason too. Like I, I like, I like a wolf shifter. I like, I love a werewolf. Um, Mm. And I love a pack mostly because it tends to be like the like with bitten, bring it back. Um, it was like found family. Yes, right, absolutely. And I, and I love a found family. Yes. Um, and you don't really, at least in that one, you didn't really get the whole like alpha sort of thing. Um, but I know that is can be a problem with a lot of like the werewolf shifter, especially that are just like hardcore werewolf yeah. books um and so i'm always looking for like a different shifter mm-hmm. and i really wasn't aware that there were more like out there until like i really started kind of like hardcore reading romance yeah and then i think you were like bear shifters and i was like what oh i love there a bear shifter bear <laughs> shifters and and then i, I think i just read or was it just last year, um, like, hot and badgered? And I was like, honey badger shifters? What? You um, might be ready to introduce my first book. Shall oh. I tell you what it is? Yes, tell me what it is. It is Hot and Badgered by <gasps> Shelley Lawrenston. Oh, my God. All right. Yes. So this book is... There's these three sisters. It's a new series from the author. She has a lot of backlog of different shifter series. But these are three sisters, Charlie, Max, and Stevie, and they are all honey badger hybrids. So I think one of them is half tiger, half honey badger, and so on. And then the man character in this book is called Berg, and he is a grizzly bear. And what I like about this is all three of the sisters, they all have their own book. They're all badass in their own way. Like Max is just like a feral killing machine. Stevie is this prodigy genius, but she also has um, a really intense panic disorder where she has to honestly like be on meds for it. And then Charlie, who this book is with Berg, she is kind of like this murderous problem solver she like bakes when she's stressed she can't shift but she also like the the mental health rep in these books are actually good she has an anxiety disorder um that she takes meds for so I kind of like that that was normalized in the books but yeah this series is just kind of like their father is this really shady guy he keeps throwing them into these dangerous situations and in this first book Charlie and her sisters kind of take cover with Berg and his grizzly bear community and they have to kind of find their father, figure out who's trying to kill them. There's intrigue. There's a lot of plot. I would almost say this is a good book if you haven't read romance before and you're interested in urban paranormal books 
because it is a slow burn to the point where like this is not my favorite one that I'm wrecking because it's just such a slow burn but like the women are feral there is banter for days in this book and it is just kind of a delight in that way oh god I love good banter Mm -hmm. same I'm gonna move this onto my list for whenever I need a good shifter book but I can't lie, I am not in the mood for a slow burn currently. It is, it's a longer book, and it is a very slow, slow burn. And yeah, actually, yeah. I will say one of the cons for this book is she does bring a lot of characters from her past series into this book. So if you haven't read the past series, I think a lot of the time you would be like, why is she referencing this character so much? It's a side character. They don't even matter. But she brings in characters from her past series. I've had that happen a lot where, like, I'll pick up, like, in almost, like, in contemporary romance or whatever. Yeah. And then it's, like, why is this person, like, it's, like, a blip. And I'm just, like, oh, they must, they must have their own. And especially if you pick up, like, later on in the series and, because I think somebody, I forget what books, it was, it was a sports ball book. I don't know. Hmm. He did, he did something sports related. And there was like a barbecue and it was like this guy and his right. wife and this guy and his wife and this guy and his like girlfriend. And you're like, I have not read these books. I do not yeah. know who they are. I do not care who they are. But yeah. they were all like giving relationship advice and doing the stuff. And I'm like, oh, I bet I bet they have their own books yes. that I have not <laughs> and will not read. Yes. Um, Uh, Okay, so you do have any other non-wolf shifter books for us? Or do you have... I have two more. Yes. Let me flip my page. (laughs) So then the second one I have is called The Bunny and the... No, not even The. It's called Bunny and the Bear by Yves Langlais. You would probably pronounce her last name better than I would. Um, But yeah, Yves Langlais... And it's the man in it is called Chase and he's a bear shifter. And then the woman is named Miranda and she is actually a bunny shifter, if you couldn't tell from the title. And it's got the most horrible cover I've maybe ever seen in a romance novel, but you have to trust me, do not judge this book by its cover. So it's very much like rom-com vibes. She moves in across the hall he assumes she's just this ditzy bunny that is just bouncing around in life, happy-go-lucky, when in reality, she's actually a secret agent for the Furry United Coalition. And they are monitoring Chase because there is an evil shifter who is kidnapping shifters and testing on them, and they feel like that they're going to target Chase. And so they kind of dance around each other for the book, and he's quite rude to her at first because he's somewhat of a grumpy bear and it's just a little unhinged like at one point he goes over to her apartment and she's been masturbating and he like knocks on her door and he's like what are you doing in there and she literally opens the door and she was like I was masturbating would you like a taste and he's just like what (laughs) What? she has no shame this woman has no shame and then Around, like, page 90, he gets drugged, and he gets drugged by honey buns. He eats honey buns, and he's taken away as a hostage. 
through his love of honey buns. And she comes to rescue him. And this is when he figures out that she's not this helpless bunny, that she's this badass. She's like sniping people left and right with her guns. And then she's like, okay, there's too many. I need to shift. And he's like, please don't shift. You're a fucking rabbit. You're not going to be able to do anything. When she shifts, you discover that she is in fact a saber tooth rabbit. (gasps) She is ginormous. She's jacked. She has fangs that are a foot long and she just stomps all the bad guys and like devours them with her fangs. She's a feral beast. Like she's more powerful than almost any shifter. She's huge. You just can't even imagine. So I liked that twist and the rest of the book is kind of them figuring out who the bad guy is and there's a lot of delicious smut in there. So I really like that one. Like the tropes are grumpy and sunshine, but the sunshine like doesn't take any shit. And that's kind of the dynamic that I liked. So that one I really enjoyed. It's a little dated because it was like written a while ago. So some of the jokes that he says, I'm like, okay, that's a bit cringe, but I really enjoyed this book, even though the cover is awful. I I'm staring at the cover and like, I'm, I'm like trying to pay attention, but then like the longer I stare at this (laughs) cover, the more is like coming to me. And I'm just like, what is ha- like I need everyone to please go look at this cover because there's like fairy dust. She has bunny ears, yep. but then now after knowing that she's like a saber tooth bunny. Oh yeah, she's and like- then there's also like the like I like police badge in the corner. Yeah, like there's so much happening in this and wait, that's and not the cover I've seen. No, there's two different covers. Both are awful. The one I've seen is like a like it looks like. Um, like a still from like the nineties nine Oh two one Oh shot. Like yes. it's like, it's like gritty and like pink. And then there's like a brick wall in the background and she's wearing like a flannel, like she's bleach blonde, Heather yes. Locklear, yes. like flannel. Oh my God. And like white, I'm... like white painted on jeans. And yes. she's like, he's like got her hiked up. Like her legs are wrapped around him. And he is, what? he is shirtless. You. But, and, both covers are absolutely awful. The cartoon cover that they redid to try to make up for how awful the cover that Haley is describing, I'm telling you, they're this both so bad. This is the so redo? Yes. <laughs> they redid you know it what? and it still ended up being like that. Haley, I, please send a screenshot in the chat. Yes. I, okay. I have to see this. I will. Um, but I am. I now found the cartoon cover. and um, <gasps> Oh, my God. Okay, now I see it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Um. I also want to point out, because I'm sure this is obvious to everyone, um, but I just really, really like the author and that it's for a united coalition. She is a she is a member of fuck. Yeah, the F-U-C. It's fuck. Yeah, the F-U-C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to let you guys know that would have taken me another week. <laughs> they straight up look like someone out of, oh my gosh, I can't remember the show name, Pitter Patter. What is pitter patter? Pitter patter. Oh my god! Not that that's he says it in the show all the time. I can't oh, pitter patter. Let's get at her. Letter. Yes. Kenny. Letter Kenny. Yes. She looks like a woman who would be at the bar at Letter Kenny. To yes. Me. Her hair oh, is like straw. That's all I can see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh my god! This is incredible. Okay. Are you ready for my third? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> yes. I would I'm like still really you. Excited about these saber tooth bunnies, though. I know. So. Yeah. You might have heard of this book like going around a little bit because it was um, on Stuffy Her Kindle Day. It was available for free. 
And when I read the description, let me tell you. Okay, I'm going to tell you the title and I would like for you to guess what the shifter is. Okay? The book is called Squeak. (gasps) Do you know what this is? Haley has read this book. Okay. Okay, So... Um, so some, some friends of mine did, um, we sometimes do PowerPoints zooms Mm -hmm. and we had a PowerPoint zoom. I think it was, the prompt was to find the most ridiculous book you could find for free on Kindle. And a friend of mine, um, who is a just brilliant, like, a, you know, about to go to medical school, just and very, she is the opposite. She's so thorough, and I, her presentation, like the, she had citations, yeah, on the description of this book, and oh god, everyone should read it. Uh, please, please tell us about it, Becky. Okay, so when I saw the title, I was like, that's interesting. Must be like maybe a mouse shifter. No, no, it's balloon animals. <laughs> They're balloon animal shifters. Okay? This book is 54 pages. None of it makes sense. Does she stick to a plot? That's none of our business. So, what I like about this book, I like that it's Polly. So, the two men are together when they meet the woman. She's an art student. They're balloon animal shifters balloon shifters but their technical term they're called like tulpas which is like they are just created by someone and this evil woman created them their names are sebastian and keen the woman's name is poppy and she was they were made by this sadistic woman who practices magic and like i mean content warning she kept them as slaves um to her and they escaped and now they're working at the zoo Because when you escape from a sadistic, evil magic user, you go straight to the zoo. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to break their curse. They need an artist who can, like, draw these ancient symbols to free them. They figure out she's an artist. And so not a lot of plot happens. And then all of a sudden, they're fucking. And she freaks out because when she looks down, he's half-shifted and he's translucent and he's royal purple in his pelvic region. And there's nodding. And there's mating. And you just need to understand just the plot just goes. And the way this book ends (laughs) is so wild. But I would like to read you after she's accepted that they are balloon shifters. Here's something that they all enjoy doing together. So with deft fingers and several assurances nothing hurt, she'd twist Keen's shaft into temporary rows of small rounded bubbles instead of the thick column that both she and I were so fond of. She manipulates his dick like she's a clown making balloon animals. (laughs) That's what she does in life. Wait, okay, so here's the things that I thought you would like about this this book and the shifter, Becky. Um, The jizz is funnel cake frosting yeah stop it no it's not mariana yes it is it's sweet treat (laughs) material let me tell you Um, oh can i tell you how this book is resolved yes 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 do they fuck 
No. I'm on a funnel cake. Spoiler it... alert for the ending of this book. The evil woman <laughs> comes and tries to get them. But it's like a paragraph. Literally, they've been fucking for a couple pages. And she's like, and then the evil woman came. And Poppy figures out that she's actually an all-powerful um, sorceress. And she can, like, bind the two, Sebastian and Keen, to her so that she's more powerful than this other woman. So what she does to defeat this evil woman is Poppy figures out she can breathe helium. And what does she do? She breathes into the evil woman's mouth helium, helium, helium. The evil woman drifts off to space and dies with her helium body. What? That's the ending. That's how she saves the day. Does she explain any of it? No. What? I... I... (laughs) She turns so, the evil woman into like a human-sized helium balloon who drifts into the stratosphere and just dies. Okay, so I feel like I remember, and I don't know if this is true because I'm not a doctor, um, but I was always told, um, because you know how you would get like, you would breathe the helium, right? So you can stand like this. Um, I was always like admonished, like don't do it too much because if you inhale too much, you can collapse your lungs. Yeah, or it like fries your brain. Yeah, like, science just, like, has no helium. place here, Haley. Um, I, <laughs> biology, science, there is, there's I mean, no there time for this here. Cake. The author's name is Vera Valentine, and she is not here for facts. Okay, she's here to she's twist here. balloons into dicks, and you get fucked with them. I also really love that, um, so normally with a shifter, right, it's a human and they shift into another creature, but like yes. their default is human, right? Yes. Um, but according to my, my friend's thorough research, and please verify this for me, um, they are balloon animals that can shift into humans. They've shifted into their human Ness, that's correct. Yeah. At the beginning of the book, they did not even have penises. Yeah. They figured that out in a balloon way later on. But also, that's how they don't pay rent. Because he very clearly points out in the beginning of the book, we don't need a house because we're balloons. <laughs> they just stay I balloons like overnight not... at the zoo. <laughs> that's not how... I mean, I guess that is how that would work. It's the strangest, least romantic romance that I've ever read. It was a journey. I'll say that. They're coming out with a second one. Yeah, there's a second one that has to do with a clown. So I'm going to stay far away from that one. Yeah, no. But apparently these three characters show up a little bit in the second book. So I couldn't do Jack because of the the pumpkin the, head spoiler yeah that no i couldn't do it because of the pumpkin spice flavored cum like i was just like i'm out i can't <laughs> this is this is too much like this is <clears throat> apparently that's my line and i think <laughs> funnel cake icing flavor like cum is it invokes also... a sense of thickness that i feel like <clears throat> no one would want and sugariness like i just I, Sticky yeast <laughs> infection. Like, yes. oh yeah. I just yes. like. Mm-hmm. I I read a book that was like her donut shifters, and they were like donuts. Um, though 
that's a whole different rant because they weren't all donuts. Only one of them was actually shifted into a donut. Oh, I remember one the them... donut shifter one. That was weird yes. too. There's a potato shifter one too. Yeah. Yeah. But my whole thing is like the sugar and like they're putting sugar places. Sugar should never go. Absolutely. And I'm just like, I mean, the the amount of monostat yeah. these romance <laughs> heroines have to like I mean like you have to Costco buy that bulk yeah I mean Except, actually you know what I will say for this book this is a really good book if you have a reading challenge because you can legit read this book in half an hour so if you have a reading challenge for something that's like a non-wolf shifter completely unhinged penises that are different different flavored semen this is the book for you everyone this is oh. Like, I knew it was unhinged, and I had just not read it yet because I hadn't felt like taking that on and putting that in my brain for long term. And now I'm like, "Mm, I'm good. I had to read the description three times before it fully sunk into me that she was not, like, being, like, making an allegory for something, that it was, like, legit a balloon shifter. I was not prepared. <laughs> okay. Um, so well, those I are think... my uh, recommendations for everyone. All right. So everybody, if you were looking for a hot non-wolf shifter, uh, we have Hot and Badgered by Shelley Lawrenston, Bunny and the Bear by Eve. Eve, yeah. Langley? I think and it's Langley. Langley. I think it's French. French. Yves Langley. Um, and Squeak. By Vera Valentine. Vera Valentine. Yes. Nice. Now, you also sent us some requests. Yes. There are things that I need from you. It's our turn. Okay, you tell me what I sent you. Do you want me to? What are you looking for, Becky? Yeah, what are you looking for, Becky? Okay, so I have become very into the, you know how you see, like, the who did this to you? When the, Mm. the, one of the, the main character sees that something has happened to the other main character and they're like, who did this to you? And then they get revenge. I would like a recommendation for that. I have you, (gasps) ma'am. And it is all over bookstagram and book talk and all of these things. And I'm normally not a fantasy girly. Okay. But it is fourth wing by Rebecca Yaros. Mariana. Here's my issue. I'm going to shit it's on you so right long. now already. It's so oh, long, no. but it's only book one of book five. Do you want me to I, wait okay. until I'm 50 years old to read this entire series? Do you want to emotionally ruin me? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> book two comes out in November. Nice try. Which is what when I does book three come out? I started. I, you're not wrong there, friend. <laughs> you're not wrong because... I've heard amazing things this about this book. Thing. It is... Oh my god. Tell me everything. Like, Tell me. It was it was so good. It's enemies to lovers. Mm. It's like oh god. And then it's like she has a disability but it's never like and she oh my, I have so many emotions about it. I'm realizing <laughs> now I haven't talked to anyone about it. So other than like scream texting Kristen, but like she has a connective joint disability. Oh okay. And it's never like everyone in her life is like she's weak, she can't do anything except for the villain. 
villain who's like, no, she's a dangerous lady. Uh, 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 uh. And then, like, she becomes a dangerous lady. She learns to use, like, like what everyone else sees as a weakness to her advantage. And, like, she's super book smart. She originally trained to be a scribe, which is just a librarian. <laughs> and so she, like, trained to do that and then, like, got thrown to being, like, a, like a, a dragon writer. And then, oh, my God, and she uses that to her advantage, too. It just sounds so <sighs> enticing. I feel like everything that's mentioned I would love. It's just the incompleteness of the series that yeah. is freaking yeah. me out. Yeah, I did the same thing with the Bone and Ash series. Like, I didn't yeah. want to start it because, like, there were so many books, but it still wasn't done yet. Yeah. And I made the mistake of I started it, and now I'm like... <sighs> You've made the commitment now. You can't back out. A lifelong commitment now. Mm-hmm. This woman could write 50 books, and I'd be like, this is delicious. Thank you. <laughs> and it could be terrible, because after 50 books, they're never good. <laughs> Okay, do you want one of the other categories that I wanted? Ooh, or yes. do you have more of yes. the, who did this to you? No, I was I think wondering our if, only. if the only James had any of, like, in that. Yes, series. the only James does have a few, like, who did this to you? I think uh, Madman, or Matt, yeah, Madman okay. has writing that, that kind of vibe, okay. which I think is the third book. Um Honestly, I think all of them kind of have a who did this to you kind of moment and someone okay. goes murder someone for someone else. Perfect. Okay. It's like, this shouldn't be cute, but like, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then my other request of you was like, daddy books are really huge right now, but I would really love a cinnamon roll daddy book if you have a wreck. So do you want like a real like daddy? Anything. Like a like a father Oh, <laughs> okay. Let me just be clear. I would like a non-incest romance, please. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Is that what I you just, meant? I realized that, like, the books that, like, I was thinking about, neither of them are actual, like, dads, but they give strong daddy vibes. No, I don't saying? want a father who has a child. Like, oh, give okay. me some daddy kink. But I like them okay. to be cinnamon roll. I don't want one yes. that's like basically just an asshole. Yes. Blue Ribbon Romance <gasps> by CM Costa, which is Rourke's point of view <gasps> okay. for Morning Glory Milking Farm. And he, oh, he thinks he's so big and bad and he thinks he's so scary and mean. And he just like in his head, he's like, I can't wait to spoil her. I, I love, love her it. So Oh, it's so cute. I, I was literally trying to read the last, like, three pages, like, as we were, like, about to record. And I was like, this is fine. Okay. I can I can talk and read. This is fine. Oh, Reading that so for good. sure, then. Perfect. It's oh, so it's, good. It's good. It's, it's short. Um, it's a quick read. And it's just her descriptions. And he is just such... And in his little brain. He's such an emo. He's <laughs> such like an emo baby. But he's like, I'm the head bull in charge. Oh, because he is a minotaur. I love oh. a minotaur. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is part of the CM Nascosta's Cambric Creek series, where yep. it just yep, yep. which is a inclusive, um, non human inclusive community. Yeah. Um, so there's like shifters, there's demons there's dragonborn there's minotaurs elves you name it okay 
Um, and it is, gosh, like if Hallmark and Skinamax <laughs> made a monster movie, that is what these books are. Like they okay, are well then sold. The coziest yeah. monster porn you will ever read. Okay, that actually leads me into my last request that I have of you because I would like a cozy but also steamy shifter book or shifter series but that doesn't have like heavy violence or angst. That's what I find I don't like the most in shifter books like the intense violence towards usually the woman main character or the angst. So if you have like a cozy steamy shifter series, I would love that. Okay, I have two recs for you for this. One of them is a perfect fit, and the other one is a hear me out. Okay. Right. So the first one is Addie, uh, which is the first book in the Pack of Misfits series by Raven Kennedy. Okay. And she is a... It's called Addie, A-D-D-Y? A-D-D-I-E. Got it. And it's by Raven Kennedy. Okay. And she is uh, a duck shifter. What? She is a duck shifter. She shifts into an adorable female mallard. Um, Haley, do you remember what I hate? Yes, I know. I know. Birds. I know you. I know you hate birds. Which is like so. This is. I will also put that away of, for this series. I'll put it away. So that just put it away. Okay. Um, but she is a member of it's called a pack aberrant okay so in this world they have like the crazy alpha packs that you're talking about yeah. you know, um but uh so they're very like, they're very much only the strong survival of the strongest yeah. the fittest and all that stuff and so this um this panther shifter actually created this separate pack which is primarily prey animals okay and i need to like read that. this and it's like all found family. All the people oh. like are like safe, for, like from trauma. And she is a duck shifter, and she, they have a lot of like faded, like there's a faded mate thing situation. Okay. And she goes into like a heat or I forget faded mate, but it turns out her faded mates ends up being not one, not two, but three coyote shifters oh no is this a duck hunt scenario and they end up being like oh they like reject her at first because she's a prey animal and then they're like we can't help ourselves we love you so much and then like the rest of the book is a sweet sweet grovel okay and and then it's them like doing bending over backwards to like fit in at pack aberrant i love a grovel Oh, it's it's good and it's sweet and then you get to see the world okay and the other two books are good too but they have a lot more um like trigger warning and like okay. darker themes to okay. them they you still get the cozy like sort of sweet vibe but there's yeah. a darker background okay to it okay um so that's my one that definitely fits because it's cozy, it's shifter, it's sweet. I know you hate ducks, but, you know, <laughs> she does like... Okay. <laughs> I promise I can um, put that aside for... I think, I think you, you'd be able to. Okay. Um, my, my next one, though, is Berries and Greed by Lily Maine. 
berries okay. and greed. So this is kind of a halfway between, it's like a monster romance. Lily Maine. Love um, it. Uh, is, oh, does she do the soul? The soul ones? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So this is like uh, the first book in a new series. I think it's Deep Earth Dating is okay. the name of the new series. And the premise is like in an alternate reality, like hundreds of years ago, the Demiurgis or Demiurgis um, basically were these deep dwelling people. They like tunneled to the surface and they're like, hey, we exist. And then they just kind of integrated into society. Okay. And they're like these like coal black skin. They all have their hair is like, um, like gym colored, like they have it's black with like blue and pink and lavender and all that stuff. They have spikes, they have frilly ears, um, big claws, sharp teeth. Um, they also have like, here's where I think, here's where I'm gonna make it make it fit. Um, okay. because they have a true form, which is like a beast sort of form, and then they can shift into like a humanoid okay. form. All right. So it opens with, you have Greed, G-R-E-I-D, and he is in oh, Demiurgus. Okay. And then you have Beryl. She is our female lead. And the thing is, is that um, Beryl was raised in a cult. <gasps> a cult. Yes. And the cult happens to be one that worships Demi Urgus as like sex gods. Oh. And she is the basically has grown up in this and she doesn't believe it. Like she's okay. just like, oh my God, this is insane. But her aunt lives there and she was abandoned as a child and all this stuff. So for whatever reason, she has not left, but she's kind of like, I don't get it. Okay. And then Greed, sweet, sweet lonely lonely socially awkward greed um he went through a really really bad breakup his girlfriend moved out he's got a lot of social anxiety and he's realized he doesn't like living alone so he knows there's this place where like humans that really like demiurgus and he's like well maybe i'll just go try to find a roommate there Ooh. um he doesn't realize it's a sex cult until <laughs> he gets there okay and then he does start to get really weirded out. But basically, long story short, they end up becoming platonic roommates. Is it a slow and burn? Like, halfway. Okay, I can um, do with halfway. But, like, the sweet, sweet tension. Because, like, both of them identify from the very beginning that they are hot. Okay, got like, it. Like, she is, like, angry about it because she's, like, this freaking demiurgus coming up here to take advantage of all these, like, brainwashed humans. Um, and he is, like, I want that one because he sees her and he thinks she's pretty. Um, and she's, like, God, he's really hot, though. It's stupid. Um, and they move in together. And it turns out he makes jewelry. He's, like, a jeweler. He's, like, jeweler. Oh. And he's, like, like pretty well known he's socially awkward and he is like the biggest like cinnamon roll like he like and he's such a slob and like she gets there and he's like has to clean his house because like there's stuff everywhere and he basically lives in like a snuggie when he's at home 
sounds like my dream person. Yeah, I um, immediately got it on Kindle Unlimited. His like his favorite thing <laughs> is to smoke shade, which is I guess the demiurgus equivalent of like pot, and then watch trash TV. Um, he has a problem, which is like my favorite part. And I did like I finished reading it last this morning, but I was reading it last night in bed, and I kept cracking up laughing because he um will sometimes get high and watch late night infomercials and then buy the products of the late <laughs> night infomercials i love it oh and i'm gonna read has, that one first he has a, it's called the his room of shame and it's just a room where he just like puts all his boxes his of knives life. that can cut through cans yes and it's just like it's, i love it it's so he's so awkward and they're so adorable and she's getting her life together and he's incredibly like helpful and supportive and like their relationship is just beautiful and there's also really great representation because she actually has um vaginismus okay yeah where it's really painful to have penetration in the vagina And so she doesn't like any sort of penetrative sex. And it's really, it's also, this is another favorite part because like he gets the sex cult and there's like all these like phallic statues and stuff uh, because it's like like a sex cult. Yep. And he's like, oh man, do they have that wrong? Because it turns out that um, the proportions of that part of the, um, the, uh, uh, penis with the penis. Yeah. Is, um. Uh, really, really, like, really large. Um, and also, it is covered in barbs. Oh, no. Like, like, it's like a, I don't know, like a... Barbed wire fence? Morning star. Oh, dear. But, like, long. Um, and, it like, it's fine with dim- other demurious because they're tougher. Um, but not only would it not, like, fit, but it would shred her internally um so there so there is um so there's really good um like non-pnv i love that like you know a representation i'm gonna read that one first Um, okay there's really good um where he's actually there's a dom sub relationship where he's the submissive oh i love it um, it's just, when I, I finished this book and I was like, Becky has to read this. I will read it tonight. <laughs> it is so good. And it's a chunk. It's, it's a, it's a bickin. Um, but it is like, you read it and you're just like, I just love everything about okay. this. It's That's exciting. So, so those are my, those I are feel my like you all nailed it. I have a bunch of different books to read now and they are all on my Kindle Unlimited. It's perfect. Yes. Right. Well, I... Wow. I know that was, uh, I feel like I have so many books to read now too. Like I've been putting off fairies and greed. And then now after that explanation, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I was going to read drag me up next, but like, I guess I'll read them both at the same time. It's It'll be just fine. so cozy. I love it. All right. Well, gosh, I think, I think that's, that's it. That's our, that's our app. I think we, we did right? it. We friends. did it. We did it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, where can we find more Becky? Oh, okay. Um, I am mainly on Instagram, and my Instagram account is neighbor Becky 
but it's spelt Canadian. And also I wanted to be a special Becky. So it's N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R. And Becky is B-E-C-C-I because in grade six, there was another girl named Becky and the teacher could never figure out whose test was whose. So I changed the spelling of my name to be special. That was very kind of you, Becky. All Beckys do this, though. You'll never meet a Becky spelled the same way. We all need to be special, and we express that through the spelling of our name. We're all (laughs) deeply unsatisfied. So, yeah, neighbor Becky on Instagram. I talk about snacks and reality TV and books. Ooh. All right. Well, Well, you can find us on Instagram at um, at the busy Romnivores. Uh, we're the busy Romnivores on Storygraph. And you can also check out our website, which is almost done, which is the busy Romnivores.com. Yay. All right. So Becky, we do a sign off. So would you, would you like to help us with that? Sure. So until next time, stay hungry, read voraciously, And don't forget your sunscreen. Bye. Bye.